what's going on guys not much production but the biggest thing going on is mr at manimal john in the bath we have our boy at bb harry mack i don't know how i remember that harry my goodness um at ike feldman we are waiting for the stellar one Gary Steller, possibly the, the coolest 21-year-old in the world, Jake Fine Martial Arts. If that guy still exists, <laughs> if he isn't high in, in Vegas right now with Marab Davalashvili, uh, maybe oh, Jake, Jake jumps in. But this is the first. Jake Fine. Uh, this is Avengers 1, essentially. Uh, folks, we are building something towards a bigger and better production. This is the... Uh, this is the ghetto version of us, but we this all is our... we all had our like our individual movies that introduced us already. <laughs> this this is the first the first big team up movie. You've seen the son of Odin out there before, so. And John's just stealing yeah. everything, like uh, uh, John. Uh, I'm fucking hot. I, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Were you an only child, man? No, I have two older brothers. So did you receive the most attention? Because you just you steal you just it just gravitates towards you, man. Like I got a nice setup. Harry's working on his setup. John rolls in here with the rubber turtle. It's like he steals, <laughs> steals the, the clicks, man. It makes sense why you're so successful on Instagram and social media and your presence. It's really appreciated. But bravo to you, John. Bravo. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know if I've always got attention, but I've always uh, done my best to get it. So it's working. It's yeah, working. Yeah. And yeah. before we get to John, John's got a big life event coming up in September. Harry, what's going on with you, brother? Not too much, man. Fucking on the grind, busy. Was out in South Carolina this last weekend covering covering some fights for XMMA. We got uh, the PFL playoffs are starting up again, so I'll be I'll be covering that, doing doing play by play for them on their website. Uh, are you gonna hit that? Uh, they're they're at Madison Square Garden next Friday, August fifth, first playoff uh-huh. show watch my baby but for those who also don't know the bookie basement on instagram just hit like a forty-five thousand video of a knockout for x mma uh, in south carolina i believe that's amazing john is not going to be filming the guys he's not going to be coaching the guys john is going to be the guy september 24th combat jujitsu man in the arena we are yes the man in the arena we're the midst of john dying as we do these podcasts he's slowly gonna turn into skeletor john how's it going (laughs) Slowly getting my battle body ready. Um, you know, let me tell you, I haven't competed in anything since my fight three years ago at the Garden. And uh, this is a lot of work, but uh, it's going. You know, I got a little over eight weeks out. And everything's, you know, step by step. I'm methodical. So, you know, I'm, I'm right in the trenches, bro. But September 24th, combat jiu-jitsu. We're going to smack these kids. Because fuck everybody. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just praying to the gods that, uh, you know, everything works out my way. I want to go out there and honor Odin, you know, and the, and the gods of battle. Uh, this is, you know, I doing just a regular jiu-jitsu match didn't really get my dick hard. But the combat jiu-jitsu, you know, listen, it's a qualifier for worlds. Could lead to something big. It's on UFC Fight Pass. So I should be able to get a little bit of sponsors together for it. Um, I'm training hard for it. Of course, I want to defeat everybody. I want to finish everyone. Uh, and I would you, say the you, bookie's basement. Oh, sorry, Ike. Yeah, I was going to say the bookie's basement uh, should put a ton of money on it, man. Uh, I saw on your that's Instagram right. you had the, the battle board, as you call it. Uh, that's 
uh, on a positive note, let's get a uh, uh, kumbaya-ish before we get into the trenches with the UFC 277 preview. Talk us through the battle board, man. Inspire us. <laughs> um, so the battle board is something I've been doing for a little bit, and it's really just a way to keep everything focused for me. So I make it in a triangle format to start, and that triangle has the base of the triangle is what I do every day, pretty much. So the base of the triangle is like, you know, training, content, visualization, breath work. So things I do every day, that's the base of the curve. Uh, then the second level is my really deep interests. Uh, so it's like, you know, um, martial arts, history, philosophy. So my deep interests. Then the one above that, there's three uh, things that kind of work. So three things you do for work. So 70% of it right now is training for this comp, then 20% my clients, and then 10% left over for whatever I feel like getting into. That's, and the top of the, that's for your wife. Yes, <laughs> the top of the pyramid, that's my motto and my symbol for you know self-actualization. So I make the best of the worst, the most out of the least, and starting with myself. You know, I'm, you know, so I told you I had a rough day today training. I'm not exactly the most uh, athletic dude or the, you know, I don't have a super, you know, I didn't wrestle as a kid. I started martial arts when I was like 20 and I was 265 pounds. So I was super fat. I failed gym class every year. So, you know, I consider myself the least. I'm gonna. Yeah, this is gonna be the very, very first argument. I, I would argue that you're you're built for this sport. You're built for mixed martial arts. You're built for anything martial arts. Like it, your center of gravity is like beautiful. The way I see you transition, whether Compact. it could be like a smash pass or a, I don't. I feel like if you did a cartwheel, everything you do is like just beautiful and graceful. I, you wouldn't. I'm sure there's a basketball player who probably couldn't pass a guard like you even after the years of training. So I'm gonna argue that. You're pretty athletic. Yes, that's right. I appreciate the, the positive feedback. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to just put the work in. Show the gods I'm serious. Go out to Texas and smack everyone up and fuck everyone up. So, I mean, that's the goal. I want to go out there, praise Hogan, and uh, bring home the victory. So, God's willing, you know, that's the way it's going to go. Harry, you got anything? I know there's a little herky-jerky with the Zooms. We usually, like, everybody's using their hands to talk, but I cut you <laughs> no, off. You're good. I was, I was going to ask, Manimal, how, how does one train to just keep that pimp hand strong? Because it's all just open It's all open <laughs> hand strikes, right? There's no punches, no fists, yeah. no nothing. So, so I got like, my grappling dummy. Went uh, back to pimping. So I smacked the grappling dummy, and he's pretty, you know, dense. And then I, uh, I smacked the bricks in my backyard. No shit. Yeah, I put it up on Instagram the other day. I'm just out there smacking my garage with the cinder block. <laughs> so I'm just smacking the cinder block garage. You know, when I hit someone, I just want them to fucking wake up. All right. like, I'm, just, I'm just imagining one of your neighbors walking by, like, yo, is that is that Manimal playing fucking patty cake with his brick wall out back? What's, what's going on here? It looks like you're praying to God. You're up. like, what? Yeah, out, out in Canarsie, just beating the shit out of a wall. <laughs> Dude, no joke. I feel like this is the perfect time for it. I don't know. I, animal broke my toe. <laughs> Did I? How? Um, on one of these King of the Hills days, 
Uh, you did like the club and right hand, uh, a quote unquote snap down. It is legal in the wrestling verse, but it was like a club and smackdown. I don't know, if, like just my system, like just shut off for a second. I rolled over the toe. The, the bottom of the big toe was touching the bottom of the rest of the foot. I've trained after that until I got a uh, COVID a couple of weeks ago. But I was like, dude, you smack. You have a very strong pimp hand. <laughs> I, I like to be heavy on the head, like with the snap downs. Yeah, no. And then shit. try to front headlock guys. Man, I no almost shit. I almost Seriously, got yeah. hit with a fucking banana split doing King of the Hills at the, at the last Madamal Jiu Jitsu class I was at. And I swear to God, I was ready to get up and walk off that mat and never come back. It's like if this kid banana fucking hit it, I don't even show that move either. Yeah, dude, the kid, kid hit me with I got the X guard and just started attacking the groin. And I was like, you fucking, you little fuck. <laughs> Packing the grind. What the fuck is? Well, what is, right. is it in Dallas, Texas? This car? El Paso. I've never been to El Paso. Okay. Well, here's the segue. So, and I just got the uh, you need to upgrade message. We got 10 minutes left. Uh, again, <laughs> Let's do it. Come on. This will be lovely when we got a lot more time and we're in person. But UFC I got 277. A, dude, Dallas, Sidebar, Ike, I have I have the business account. So next time, if you want me to set it up and we don't have the time limit, I can do that. I had it for a year and I never used it. And I was like, I don't need it. And then there you go. Yeah. Uh, Juliana Pena, she is an underdog again. Not the 600 or 800 crazy underdog. She's a plus 25, 225 underdog to Amanda Nunes. Harry, take it away. Uh, how do you like this fight? How do you see this fight going? I, I think it's there's tremendous value on Nunez at minus two twenty five. I don't I don't think it's very often that you get one of the one of the all time greats of, of the sport, at least uh, you know women's MMA and, and and all of that. It's not often that you get a fighter like Amanda Nunez at, at under three to one. Uh, obviously, the last fight she looked terrible. You know, there's no sugarcoating that she looked bad. She looked like she wasn't mentally there. She wasn't physically there. Uh, you know, tap to a tap to an RNC with no hooks in and not a ton of pressure. So. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just I have to assume that the regression to the mean for her will look will will be much more her looking like she normally has looked in the past than than that first pain you fight. I think that's a bit of an outlier. What do you like, Manimal? Okay, so I like Juliana Penny in that fight because I think she just has really good condition and she could take a shot. Um and she has great jujitsu, even though like Harry said, uh Choke was sloppy, but uh, Tom Turtle Duck, he thinks that Amanda Nunez is going to win. He thinks she has a lot of power. I don't agree with him, but you know, I don't tell anyone what to think. This is the so, first sign of your losing. Your <laughs> <laughs> this is the first sign of losing. Your it's, like the, it's like the cartoon with the little birds flying around when someone gets knocked out. It's just Tom the Turtle Duck <laughs> circling animals. Tom said he'll bet you. I won't bet on it, but Tom will bet. <laughs> so, I'm I'm dude, riding with Tom. I'm on the Nunez. This train. is gonna be awesome for the next eight weeks. This yeah, I'm on the Penny train. So. Amazing. Um, oh, Tom. I didn't like that Nunez left ATT. I never liked divorces and just all the the background drama. Uh, Chris Cyborg. I I don't know if her partner with uh, Jason Perillo was cool, but she did a very similar thing, left the gym, made her own gym, and she's obviously been on a killer roll. I like the Linus to 
win a decision and we get a trilogy. Sometimes it just the narrative or storylines happen. A co-main event, Brandon Moreno. He's the favorite against Kai Kaur France. Devison Figueredo is not in this fight because of a hand injury, I believe. Uh, Harry, who do you got? Who do you like? Mickey Mouse belt. Mickey Mouse belt that means nothing to me. Is that just a small wait, joke? Just wait, just wait for Figgy to be healthy, man. No, it's not a small joke. I just think it's a it's a nonsense paper belt. I'm I'm tired of all these interim belts, man. Like let the champion they defend. But I, I, I agree with you, it. Harry. That's what it's all I about. Disagree. It's all about I money. Mean, it's all about selling. But uh, like I yeah, no. it means nothing to me. As a fan, it, it dilutes the product. It dilutes like the, the actual champion. Like this, you could have just had this be the co-main as a number one contender fight. Like number one contender know. fight. Right. I totally agree with Harry on this. I think in terms of titles, unless the champ is like really out, he like broke his leg or some shit. Right. Or like moving up a weight class or something. Like there's times where it makes sense, but like you don't need it. It's like, I agree with you, Harry. It's a loot to the division. It's a number one contender fight. Call it what it is. It's just, I think it makes just as much a draw as just a great fight as it does as an intercontinental championship. You guys are purists, though. Looking at it from the putting on the corporate hat, it's like you can understand that you see that belt on the poster. It's like, no, for sure. It's I mean that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day. It's money, it's sales, but like yeah, that you could have just as easily made this a five round co-main event. And I don't. I mean, listen, personally, I think this is probably going to be one of the the lower performing pay-per-views of the year for the UFC. Like, I, I don't think that interim belt is going to make a huge difference as far as, as far as buys go. So like, why bother? I don't know. Did you make a as pick? Far, yeah. I was about to say, I realized that we didn't even get into the actual picks. I just complained about my, my disdain for interim belts, but um, time out from know, the Jewishness, man. make a pick. Yeah. Stop it's complaining. Like, I, I really like Moreno. He's really fun. He's a great fighter. And, and KKF is electric. Like, big power in his hands, especially for 125. I, I think at the price, I think Kai is sitting at like plus 170 right now. My my brain there tells me, you know what? Sprinkle Kai Kara France as, as a decent size underdog, like good return there. He's got power. You know, Moreno has been susceptible to that in the past. I mean, those, the knockdowns are basically what won Figgy the belt in that last fight. So at the price, I think I lean KKF. If I was just blind picking, I think Moreno is probably the more skilled fighter, but it's a value play. The value is on Kai. Mr. Manimal. Uh, me and Tom both think Kyle France is going to get this one. <laughs> he was just whispering in my ear. I was like, I agree. Wow. Wow. Are we getting uh, the first explanation to your picks? You like the underdog or you just, is it like you, you see something? I like Kyle France. I like Moreno too. Don't get me wrong. But Kai just, I don't know. He just seems to have so much good momentum. He has a good skill set. But I think. His skill set matches up well against Marino. He's a little longer, it seems like. And he knows how to use it at that division. So, yeah. you know, no, I'm not playing the underdog on that one. I, I, I think he'll edge it. Just, just barely. That's what I would say. Ooh, and I'm seeing the opposite, exactly the opposite. Just Moreno just <laughs> edging a five-round decision. Just edging it. You never Moreno's going to win a five-round decision, you're saying. Yeah. KKF has that momentum, man. He's got the underdog story. He's been on fire. So, I mean, I would not be surprised if he pulls that off. Uh, the fight before that, the Black Beast returns after uh, losing the tie to Ivasa uh, against Sergey Pavlovich. Lost his debut, I think. Uh, I forget who, but he's rattled off three wins against average heavyweights. He gets a huge step up against Derek Lewis. Harry, who do you got? 
This one's tough for me, man, because I feel like we've seen Lewis in this spot so many times, right, where he's just kind of become, you know, we know that he's never going to be a champion at this point in his career, but he's, he's basically like the perennial gatekeeper for the top three, top five at heavyweight, right? So it, it's interesting to me that they're willing to push Pavlovich along this fast, especially right. considering, like you said, I mean, his first UFC fight, they threw him to the ream and he got smashed. Ream fucking smoked him. So that probably came a little bit too early for him. But yeah, like you said, has racked up some good wins since then. Although, you know, Marcelo Gome, Mo Green, not in the UFC anymore. Shamil Abdurakhminov, that's a decent win. But, you know, also not like a a top five talent by any means. I kind of think that Lewis is able to edge this one out. I I, I think he's able to fight. If he fights smart and fights his fight and just kind of, you know, keeps it on the feet, strikes from range, just kind of works behind his jab, doesn't load up for the kill shot on every single shot and gas himself out. I can definitely see him winning this fight for sure, but it's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. Sergey, Sergey's really talented. He seems, he seems to be like, you know, part of this next generation of heavyweights who are like actually skilled and actually good. So this is a fight I'm at least interested to see. John. My beast already won in the pre-fight interviews. Anything that happened in the fight, <laughs> I don't even care. Let's go. I love it. Black I, I, watch, uh, I watch Black Beast just to see his interviews. So I'm like praying to the gods that he wins so that he can get a post-fight interview. 90 seconds, boys. I'm, ju- I'm skipping Pantoja Perez. That will be a fun flyweight fight. But Ankalaev, Anthony Smith, real quick, quick picks, Harry. Who we got? I got on here, man, probably by decision, but I, I, I just, unfortunately at this point in his career, I, I don't see much of a, much of a path to victory for, for Lionheart Anthony Smith. Uh, you know, great guy, fun guy, very fun to watch, but it seems like he has all the pieces and kind of struggles yep. to put them together at times. And I, I just don't see how he can execute a game plan against a guy like Ankh with that skill set. John, are you feeling Anthony Smith? Big underdog. Wow, big. He's like four to one. What's the yeah. lot? Plus 400. For I might Smith. put 100 bucks on him. Dude, he's got that magic. He I might can, put 100 bucks on him. He can beat anybody or lose to anybody in, in the same night, like uh, like Smith. I mean, uh, I see him sometimes point. look like shit. And yeah, sometimes pull off like great jujitsu that I didn't think he had and then get caught with, like, yeah, Anthony Smith, he's like a 50 50 fighter to me. So, four to one odds, it really isn't bad to me. Who is not a 50-50 fighter is at Manimal John, who is probably knows a lot about pushing, especially when it comes to bets and uh, fudge pack. I'm not going to make the jokes. At <laughs> BB Harry Mac. Boys, this was great. I think we have like 10 seconds left. Anything you guys need to sign up? Okay, out I'm with? taking Pantosia. Great jiu-jitsu. What'd you say? <laughs> Pantosia in the other fight. I, I like, I like Pantosia. Pantosia too. 